Nikita, the host of Lifestyle Tea. And I want to say happy Friday. I hope y'all are having a great morning, afternoon, or evening. Before I get started, I would like to ask if all of my people would go on the major platforms that Lifestyle Tea is on, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and many more, and go and give it a review and subscribe. I would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Also, let you all know that this is the last chapter in the part one of the She's Still There book that is by Crystal Evans Hurst. So we are actually approaching part two. Next week, we will be starting part two. And I'm so, so excited, y'all. If y'all been following me, y'all do know that I do go over some of of the segments that's in each chapter that inspired me the most. And then at the end, I do my breakthrough. What really, really got me just got my attention. So I hope you all are ready for that. I'm gonna let the sponsorship go, but I'll be right back with you all. Stay put. Thank you all for waiting patiently. And before we start with the chapter five, I would like to go over today's scripture. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord, Isaiah 11, 2. Now, chapter 5, it is the last chapter for part 1. So we will start off with part 2 next Friday. Um, Once again, I always say this when I come on, but for those of you who are new and just now joining me, if you hear paper rattling, that's because I'm going through the book, okay? <laughs> I'm going through the book. And also, I don't read everything that's in the chapters. I read what I actually, I read what inspired me. So, if I'm skipping over parts and you have the book, I'm just reading to you of what just took me away, Okay. And today I'm going to try something new. I'm going to read off to you everything that I read and I'm going to summarize the chapter. And then towards the end, I'll let you know how I feel and of course give you my breakthrough. So chapter five, Hershey and the Highway, the anatomy of a drift. I was on a long drive, a three hour drive to be exact, headed from one Texas town to another i filled my car full of gas in my purse with a few snacks to make sure that i could complete the trip without stopping to put fuel in my car or my tummy the best snack in my purse hershey bar with almonds that was the one i was saving for just the perfect moment When the time came, I reached into my purse and felt around for it, combing every nook and cranny of my bag with the tips of my fingertips, expecting at any moment to feel the smooth wrapper underscored by the bumpy goodness held inside. The bar wasn't in there. 
I looked over to the passenger seat and then to the floor below. There it was. My Hershey bar was on the floor. Somehow it had happened to fall out of my purse. Vixed about the dilemma of the snack being just out of my reach, I could barely focus on the road. So, she thought her Hershey bar was one place, but it ended up being on the floor. So, now she's everywhere. She's not focusing on the road. Because why? The chocolate bar was distracting her. Distractions happen because we get distracted. Drifts happen because we get distracted. We might be preoccupied by something that isn't good for us. Uh, we might be preoccupied with doing the next thing. For a moment or in a series of moments, we don't pay close attention to who we are. We cease focusing intently on who we want to be. Or maybe we never even started. We lose awareness. Or maybe we never knew that living with awareness is important. We're too busy living to notice we're meandering away from a meaningful path despite our best intentions. Many of us live distracted because we live busy. Maria Pova, in her weekly literature review, Brian Pickens says, I frequently worry that busyness is the greatest distraction from living. As we coast through our lives day after day, showing up for our obligations, but being absent from ourselves, mistaking the doing for the being. Distractions can seem so much more exciting than the rhythm of the everyday, the boredom of the expected, or the ongoing discipline to accomplish something worthwhile. But while distractions might seem to give you life, listen, the reality is that they can steal your life. Look, if I can drop the mic. I would drop the mic. Distractions will tempt you to avert your eyes from the path you believe is right or the destination you hope is yours as you gaze at something that is shiny, interesting, different, entertaining, or assuming. The first peak may not be problematic but as another one has stared too long at a bulletin board can tell you where your eyes go your car can easily follow you stay on track or get back on track in your life the same way you stay on the road when you are behind the wheel the antidote for distraction is focus. The choice to pay attention 
and live aware. So then it goes to talk about how she's driving, she's driving, and she's looking at the road to remind herself that she's driving. Okay, and then now she's being distracted because she's thinking about the Hershey bar again. You know, the Hershey bar is back on her mind as she's driving. And then listen to this. As much as I knew deep down that this action could be detrimental, I wanted what I wanted and I started strategizing how I could get it without an incident. I moved quickly from the distract thoughts to even more, more deceptive thoughts. The kind of thoughts that happen when we don't want to admit that there are consequences for our actions. Drifts continue when we deceive ourselves into thinking things aren't that bad. Wait a minute. We drift when we rationalize away the truth and deceive ourselves. After distraction has carried us a little way, our conscience might try to call us back to being sensible. We might even have friends, family, or acquaintances acquaintance ask us about the changes they've noticed in our actions or attitude. But we tell ourselves and others that we're not really that far off course. We are convinced that what others notice, it isn't as terrible as it may seem. It isn't out of character. And so we justify, defend, vindicate, or attempt to explain away. Deception occurs when we've grown accustomed to the distraction. I said I was going to stop, but I have to repeat that one more time. Deception occurs when we've grown accustomed to the distraction. In order to continue in what was once uncomfortable, we develop a level of comfort. We learn to justify what was once reasonable. We choose to ignore the facts of the important for the feeling of insignificant. The only way to fight deception is to face the truth head on. But what happens if you don't? So let's get back to her story. Mind you, she driving. After a while, I'd rationalize away any thoughts that opposed reaching for that candy bar. I no longer heard the voice of reason. I no longer felt the fear of taking the chance. I no longer saw the problem with taking a few seconds to grab the goodness sitting on the floor of the passenger seat. I was consumed with the right now, the immediate. While my conscience had tried to warn me, I was no longer bothered by my thoughts or danger, lack of safety, or even the accidental loss of my life. I worked hard at discrediting the voice of reason. I no longer listened. 
I chose not to respond. Distraction and deception had worn down my sensitivities. Hmm. Drifts persist because we become desensitive. Once we've gone too far too long, we become less shocked by and less sensitive to the changes that we have allowed. The every once in a while becomes your norm. Yes. And when that girl calls, when the one we hoped we could be backboned us, we don't listen or respond. We don't think she know what she talking about. We don't trust her. Sometimes we've drifted so far that we don't hear her calling at all. But the only way you can respond to your life is by choosing to listen to your life. Yes, you might feel discomfort, but then you can decide to do something about it. Let me pause to say that some of you may think I'm blowing all of this out of proportion. You may recognize a small drift of some kind in your life, but don't agree with being coarse a tad. You may recognize a small drift of some kind in your life, but don't agree with being off course a tad can affect the trajectory of your life. Even small drifts matter. In the words of Mary Kay Ash, some people drift through their entire life. They do it one day at a time, one week at a time, one month at a time. It happens so gradually, they are unaware of how their lives are slipping away until it's too late. Please do Please consider the 1 in 60 rule of navigation. For every degree you are off in your direction now, you will approximately one mile off 60 miles later. A small drift left unattended will over time make a huge impact on your final destination so we get back to the story that you know she's talking about of her driving in the candy bar right so then it goes i decided to reach for the hershey bar i took my eyes off the road for just a few seconds leaned way over to the right and stretched my arms as far as it can go for a moment, I felt the victory of holding that chocolate bar in my hand because I almost simultaneously felt the itchings of the freeway underneath my tires again. But this time, the itchings weren't a warning. They were an indication that I was losing control and flying off the freeway. Shortly after... I left the rumble of uneven ground as the car over grass, rocks, and dirt. Drifts and decisions play a central role in the direction 
of our lives. While a drift occurs through no clear choice of your own or of someone else's, a decision marks a moment when you participate in picking the route. Sometimes your decisions are made flippantly. You may choose without truly counting the cost or understanding the impact your choice will have in the next year or 10 years. Maybe your decisions to move across country for the promotion was not a bad one, but you didn't account for the loneliness you'd encounter being away from your family and friends. Maybe deciding to go to the college of your dreams seemed perfectly fine when you received your acceptance letter, but years later, you are disgusted with the amount of debt you are in. Or maybe you love your children and can't imagine life without them, but you had no clue how much they would cost, how much of yourself you'd have to give, or how much they will break your heart when they become adults. Just like drifts, decisions can result in lots of justification and have a numbing effect where you dissociate yourself from your choices. You might blame others for the decision you had to make or take on a victim's mentality. A mindset that says you are not responsible for your actions. The good news is that if you are in a drift or are dealing with a result of a decision, there is a remedy. No matter how far or how long you've drift or how many decisions you've made, that turns you around and left you clueless as to how to get back. There is an antidote. You, my dear, have the ability to choose. I sat in a median stunned. Let's be honest. I felt like a total idiot. I mean, who puts their life at risk for a chocolate bar? Apparently me, that too. I gathered my wits and realized that the situation could have been much worse. The car could have flipped, hit a tree, or gone flying across the median and into the lane of oncoming traffic. My car had shut off, so I turned the keys in the ignition to see if it would start and breathed a sigh of relief when it did. There was still power. I had another chance. A chance to drive with care and get my intended destination. I drove out of the dip in the median and slowly merged back into Texas Highway with my Hershey bar in my hand. I vowed that I would never be so careless behind the wheel. 
most important upon arriving in one place, I thank God for his protection and resolved that in the future, I would always secure my snacks safety within my reach. The drift didn't have to happen. I had a choice. My friend, you can choose to live aware, to acknowledge the truth, and to listen to the story of the life that is yours and yours alone. You have the power to change your course. You can either take action or you can determine your reaction to the story that has unfolded thus far. If you have a sense of discomfort about your life, that is a gift. Your discomfort is a signal that something needs to change. It is the call of the girl inside of you asking not to give up and to fight for her. The mere fact that you have sent a sense of disease about your life is a testament to the fact that you know deep down you were made for more. Can I tell you that you were indeed made for more? And it doesn't matter if you're drifted a little or if you are smack dab in the middle of the ditch. No matter where you are or what you've been through, you still have power. The girl in you still have a chance. If you all will give me one moment, let me grab me some water. Okay, so I am at the end of chapter five, and I want to first tell y'all about my breakthrough. And it was this one right here. A small drift left unattended will over time make a huge impact on your final destination. And to me, that is so, so true. I think about the decisions that I made as I was growing up, right? And my distractions that I had, you know? And what I get from chapter five is you have to make, once you see something not right, y'all, it's like up to us to make that change. We have to get up and we have to make it because no one's going to make it for us. No one's going to, I don't care how many counselings you go to. I don't care who all you talk to. I don't care if you're a mama's child. Uh, I'm a mama's girl and a daddy's girl, but I don't even care about that. You have to want to change and you can't get comfortable with the discomfort. If that even makes any sense. Like... I was comfortable. It was one point in time where I was comfortable in the situation I was in. The area I was living in and everything, everything like that. I don't even want to go deep into that. But my whole situation, I had gotten comfortable. And it's like I'm so thankful that I was brought out that comfort zone, moved into a whole other location. It's like... I started mingling with other people, um, and it felt so good, right? It it felt good. But I can also say, when you want to make a change, that's hard. Trust me, that's hard. 
But we can do it. Everything, hey, everything in life is not easy. You know, we can make that change if we want to make it. Yeah, we may lose a couple of friends. We may we may be at by ourselves at the end of the day. But that's okay because we always have God. And I hope that y'all were able to relate to this chapter like I did. I wanted to let you all know that Lifestyle Tea, we now have masks. Yay! I have been saving and saving y'all. Y'all just don't understand. I am trying to make sure that I have the things that I need. So what I went and did was... I came across some masks, and you all, if you all are wanting to support Lifestyle Tea, the mask is $6, and also, we still have the lip gloss going in all kind of shades made with the coconut oil that is just for a dollar. You can get both the mask and the lip gloss for $7. I will be mailing them. They are reusable masks. So, yay for that. They're reusable, and they're adult masks, so they fit most faces. I want you all to have a wonderful day. You all will hear from me more than likely on Monday. I will be discussing on how to budget on Monday. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.